Welcome to the Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Sura, VP of Compliance with Navigate HCR. Each month, we will be navigating the seas of compliance trends and topics. So grab a life vest, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to July. I can't believe summer is here. We are past the 4th of July, which some think that means summer's almost over. But here we are in the beautiful month of July. I've got a couple of things I wanted to talk through today and make sure you're updated. So if you're like me, you read a lot of compliance articles and news. You watch a lot that occurs on the Department of Labor website or legislation that may be pending. But I wanted to go over just a couple of pieces that I found interesting. First and foremost, in true IRS fashion, on Friday, July 22nd, they released the draft forms for the 1094s and 1095s, forms B and C. So Friday, they love to announce things and kick things out, I think so that we have the weekend to read and prepare. At this point, we're not seeing any major changes, but our team is still digging into it. Now, if you remember, in 2021, there was a proposed rule that was extending the traditional January 31st deadline where employees are to get their 1094, 1095 forms by that date. The proposed rule is basically making the 30-day extension, which we get every year, into a more permanent deadline, which means for 2022 reporting, the deadline to get the 1095 forms to employees will be March 2nd of 2023. Now, although it's still sitting kind of in the proposed arena, we are, are looking at that to be finalized before the end of 2022, making that a permanent change. So if you're like me and you want to go check out what the draft forms look like, you can go out to irs.gov and check those out. Another interesting article that I was reading and decided to do a little bit more research on is the EEOC, which is the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. They issued some updated guidance on whether or not employers can continue to test their employees for COVID-19. So previous guidance essentially said that generally employers were allowed to require testing for all employees entering the workplace. Well, this new guidance is requiring an individual individualized assessment of current circumstances. So basically what the EEOC is saying is that employers are going to need to assess whether the current pandemic circumstances in their area, individual workplace circumstances, whether or not they justify continued COVID-19 testing requirements. So really what employers are going to need to do is they're going to look at their community where their employees are residing, where their place of business is located. You know, does it have high community transmission levels at any given time? What are the types of contact between different employees and others in their workplace? What kind of variants are out right now and the transmissibility rates of those. So it's important for employers out there to make sure you're taking a look at this updated EEOC COVID-19 guidance regarding testing. 
And the other piece I thought was really interesting, I'm a frequent flyer of the Society for Human Resource Management, SHRM, as known uh, by those of us in the industry of HR. I'm a frequent flyer to their website and I love to check out their HR Today tab and take a look at what's trending, what's going on, what are they talking about? And they had a really interesting article that actually just came out today, July 25th, and it's talking about want employees to unplug during PTO question mark check out these strategies I thought this was really really an interesting read you know as I mentioned earlier it's July it's the height of summer depending on your industry you may have a lot of employees that this is a, a big month for them to take vacations to take PTO and you know it is a challenge for us to unplug when we're on vacation. So if you haven't checked out this SHRM article, I recommend that you do. It's really cool. And one thing that kind of jumped out at me was, and I'm sure you've seen on LinkedIn or Facebook or different things about unlimited PTO. And you know, it's kind of interesting that when you hear about that unlimited PTO policies, it probably sounds really awesome if you're an employee, but you know, from this article, it's saying that it really doesn't do enough to motivate employees to take time off, which is kind of funny. I probably wouldn't take extra time off if I had unlimited PTO because you know, we're still working, we're committed to our careers and our professions, but here we are in July and I recommend if you've not taken a vacation yet in 2022, you should probably think about it. It's a great time to refresh and reset. Why not? Why not? One last piece that I want to really call upon is a recent court ruling by the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. Very interesting case that occurred in Illinois, Cook County to be specific, where it's really, really pulling out. You can't interfere with an employee's request for FMLA. FMLA is the Family and Medical Leave Act, been around since the 90s. It's important. It, it was created to give employees a work-life balance, to be able to take care of health situations of their own or of an immediate family member. But an interesting case that the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals ruled on stated that an employer can violate FMLA if they discourage an employee from exercising FMLA rights without actually denying an FMLA leave request. Now the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, this covers Illinois, Indiana, and Wisconsin, but it's, it's a really interesting case and something that employers out there should really take a look at. So in this particular case, it was Cook County Sheriff's Office, uh, Salvatore Ziccarelli claimed when he called the office's FMLA manager to discuss using FMLA leave for PTSD treatment. He was told he'd already taken serious amounts of FMLA and would be disciplined if he took any more. Now to me, without that going to the Court of Appeals, I would find that to be not a good thing to say or to do. Essentially, anytime there is a request for FMLA, you really need to take that very seriously. Even if it's just a conversation and not any kind of formal request, because as FMLA rules and regulations state, it doesn't have to be anything formal. It doesn't even have to be in writing. 
So essentially, if an employee is coming to you or to their HR manager about FMLA leave, then you've got to do the paperwork process. You've got to start that paperwork process and do the process properly. So when there's a request, whether it's written, verbal, email, whatever it is, you have five days to send the proper paperwork out if it's a new request. You know, violating FMLA is a big deal. There is a ton of case law out there. Now, I'm not an attorney. I don't usually play one on TV, but you've got to take a look at what the case law is out there. Why are employers getting sued over over FMLA? You know, the rule, I guess, or the guideline and the, the lesson out of this particular Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals ruling is that, you know, employers, you really can't discourage employees from using their leave. You don't even want to appear to be discouraging employees from using their leave. You want to make sure you have a very strict process in place so that all of the required documentation is sent in the timeline that's required, that you have the ability to really get everything in order, make sure you're sending everything, make sure you're requesting the proper medical certifications if required, make sure that someone who understands what's contained in a medical certification is able to understand it and review it and make a proper determination. And truly, in order to make a proper determination, you've got to make sure that you understand FMLA. Are you a covered employer under FMLA? Is an employee that may come requesting it, are they an eligible employee under FMLA rules and regulations? If you're not sure, let us know. We'd be happy to give you some education on FMLA. But as always, we're so thankful that you spend a couple of minutes with us this month. Three really interesting articles and pieces of information that are very relevant. We highly encourage that you take a look at those. Thanks always and happy navigating.